Welcome to the show that rattles your bones and shakes your body to a new beat, the Helios blog. Today, Hassan Abi comments on some guy that apparently lies a lot to America. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. Santos or something. Okay. He beat it up. He's slaying. He's the slay queen. He's serving mama. Slay mama. Let's see. There's an old saying I find hard to disagree with. Politics is just show business for ugly people. No, get those lights off. Off. Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police. They're too bright. Turn them off. Freedom. Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Through a cynical lens, American politics can be seen as a deranged spectacle for the entire world to laugh at. The next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Why, 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 I call why? upon all nations to stop these terrorist killers. Now watch this drive. A never-ending source of he- disaster. Jobber just popped off with like some of my favorite moments of all time including my least favorite moment of all time, where we found out that George W. Bush actually has really good fucking reflexes. Of entertainment that favors vapid theatrics over any actual substance. Well, yeah. How many Air 15s do you think Jesus would have had? Well, he didn't have enough to keep his government from killing him. What do you say? Jesus wants to get you. But I'd be lying if I... That it wasn't funny. If our country's uh, going to hell, we might as well enjoy the ride there. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him, uh, foot, foot but him. I don't think there's a. Single <laughs> I remember that. Epitomizes our government's absurdity, quite like George Anthony Devolder Santos. Is it true that you have an OnlyFans page and you can peel a banana with your feet? <laughs> I just discovered what OnlyFans was about three weeks ago. <laughs> That was a lie. I was oblivious to the whole concept. (laughs) (laughs) You just can't tell the truth. All right, so... You may have heard his name before or seen his picture on the news and what... Wait, I didn't catch that part. I didn't know she said that. that. All right, so... The whole concept. (laughs) 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 You just can't tell the truth. All right, so... Disaster. Hassan. Oh my god. Isn't that the VJ, by the way? That literally... God, American politics is so fucking stupid. It's such a dumb fucking... Oh, it's... It's the circus, right? Bread and circuses. The clown show! You may have heard his name before. Gagged. Gagged. (coughs) Gagged. Gagged him. Four has seen his picture on the news, and well, that would be because George has become one of the most polarizing individuals in all of Congress. But that's not for any traditional reason. He was elected on a number of false Where's pretenses. And I know your response to that may be, uh, doesn't every politician lie, though? Twitch. 149, we passed it. Uh, 212, sex toy. 
We passed both so of those I would say yes, but also you've never heard of George Santos. This guy's entire existence is made up. He's lived about a million different lives and as a result has put himself in the crosshairs of the FBI, the FEC, the GOP, the Brazilian government, the House Ethics Committee, and the nearly one million constituents who make up his district, just to name a few. I mean, he's facing 23 federal charges as we speak, and there's no guarantee he won't be charged with even more after this video comes out. Out. Because when we look into his actual biography, we discover a man who is scammed, thieved, and manipulated. A uh, big, big surprise that a politician does that. You know, wow. Can't possibly. Yeah, d d d you know, say it ain't so. Way to the top in a manner so unbelievable, he's had to escape entire countries. I mean, we're talking about an entirely different brand of criminal. He's like a Looney Tune, a Grinch-like figure, as some have suggested. George Santos just left Tim uh, Burchett's office with a baby in his arms. When asked if it was his baby, he said, not yet. Hilarious. Anything he did. It's important to establish somewhat of a base understanding of where the man comes from, which I'm going to attempt to lay out. Sorry, guys, I'm not a political commentator, nor am I skilled in this field. I'm sure you I'm sure you know uh, about this by now. Um, I'm just here for the for the LOLs, as they say. As best I can, but keep in mind, this guy has lied about literally so many elements of his life that it's actually hard to get a straightforward timeline of events. So if anything here feels a bit disjointed, it's because George himself is a very disjointed and confusing person, okay? Not my fault. This is a guy who baselessly claimed his niece was kidnapped by Chinese communists? That he survived- Perfect. Survived multiple assassinations? Sounds like a, what, a, uh, B, uh, BPD. Right, like a borderline personality disorder. ...attempts, and that he's run a real estate empire on top of meeting Jeffrey Epstein. He's also lied about where he went to school, where he worked, where he got his money, that he was in- Every group's got that one guy, dude. Every group has to have- First of all, every gay person knows a guy like this, okay? But every group needs to have just a, a lying guy in general doubly fun if they're also a, a, a messy gay on top of that okay? it's just like, disaster i mean we talked about this before like when i was in college there was this dude in our group of friends who would do these like unimaginable things these incredibly impressive things and after a while we realized like he hadn't oh, done lying, any of, right any he of had them. this like one-up disease yeah. uh you'd say something like oh i went on a jet skiing trip and it was awesome and he'd have to follow you up with a story that he completely made up and be like, oh, yeah, well, I went on a uh, on a snowmobile and did a flip. And after a while, we started having a little game where we just like start a story. We'd start a story specifically knowing full well that he's going to fucking, you know, one up, raise the stakes. Right. There's different kinds of liars. Uh, you're saying it's giving LeBron. LeBron is like a like a white lie type of guy. You know what I mean? He's like um. I would classify LeBron as a as a guy who lies about things he doesn't need to at all, but it doesn't even benefit him in, in, in any way. <laughs> and often is doing it for the other person, like for the sake of the other person, like, oh yeah, I love watching your movies, that type of thing. And like, <laughs> it's a situation it's that like you a totally white lie. avoid yeah. if you were to say, Well, I haven't watched that movie, I'm really sorry, right? But LeBron is the type of guy who goes, yeah, I love that movie. It's my favorite movie of all time to the guy who made the movie. 
You know what I mean? And there's no reason for him to do that. Oh, that's my favorite quote. I've actually never heard another quote that I like as much as my favorite quote that is the quote that you just mentioned. And it's like, why did you say that? There is no reason. He's just kissing the guy's ass. It's like uh, something that would work with a coach really well. That's why, probably. For you to have said that, okay? The the type of uh, dude that I'm talking about is like pathological and can't stop himself. He can't stop himself from and one upping the story. Hassan talks a lot without saying anything. Well, one. Uh, that's I kind of what he does. Yeah, that's kind of his. Yeah, that's that's what you do if you're a guy like me. Oh wait, I actually do have something to say. Oh, very funny, very funny. May uh, I'm a Twitch streamer, so yes, you're right about that. But two, I think what I'm talking about right now is is you know, fairly fairly personable. If you have ever had friends. Or even if you've, like, watched anime, every crew needs a Usopp. There you go. Usopp is a great example. So, like, these are the types of dudes, these are the types of dudes who just, like, lie about regular, banal, nonsensical bullshit things. But then, George Santos takes it one step further. He's the guy who who lies for gain. But I think I would say, I would categorize him as, like, pathological in the... Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Stop right there. A politician that lies for gain? No. Say it ain't so. I've never heard that story before. No, no, no. That, that can't be possible. Politician lying for gain? A maximum degree? Where he both lies for personal gain, as he has done time and time again, but he also lies when there's no reason to. Okay? He just lies for the love of the game. Just for the, the love of the this game. Is why he's the best. Okay? This is an incredible conversation. An to actor have. on Hilarious. Disney Channel into one of my favorites that he produced a Spider Man musical on Broadway, which is especially bizarre to me because that specific musical he wrongly said he worked on was a commercial failure that lost millions of dollars and even. There, that's what I mean. Like, when you lie, not for personal gain, but for. You lie the love in a way of that, the like, game serves you L. You know what I mean? That's when you know that's when you know someone is absolutely pathological. They can't stop themselves. Absolutely just lying for the fun of it, for the sake of being able to tell a lie. You know what I mean? Like what's the worst thing you can think of? What's the worst movie? What's the worst song you can think of that is just like universally panned by critics? George Santos goes I played Friday by Rebecca Black. A role in making that for no reason, for no fucking reason. It's like, well, why did you say that? It just like kind of shows you to be a loser. Resulted in the injury of several cast members. Why you would want to tie your name to that? I just don't get. Half the time, there's nothing to be gained from these lies at all. In a 2022 congressional debate, he actually stole his opponent's answer to the question, "What's your favorite holiday tradition?" Oh, right this was awesome! Hilarious. Mr. Zimmerman, name one of your favorite family traditions. New Year's Eve. I hope my hope my nephews and I, my brother and sister-in-law, get together in our sweats, watch a stupid holiday movie, some sort of stupid comical holiday movie and eat the food that we shouldn't eat all year round. Haagen-Dazs is always a staple. <laughs> Mr. Santos, your favorite family tradition? 
Um, our favorite family tradition is just family time. It doesn't matter if it's a Tuesday night or if it's a Sunday night or if it's Christmas. It's sweatpants, pints of haagen all over the place. He literally copied bro family tradition right down to the bro. Yeah, he just, he to his face. To his face. <laughs> I love that. For like, the love of that, the game. That's so disrespectful. That's so ridiculous. To his fucking face. He's just sitting right Random there. I love that. Cream. This man's a fucking menace. But where does it all begin, right? Well, even that's the subject of debate. As the story goes, George Santos was brought into the world on July 22nd, 1988 in Sunnyside, Queens, and was raised in a basement apartment in Jackson Heights. And if we're going off this Wikipedia biography for a user named Anthony DeValder, last ah! edited by him in 2011, we would learn his drag career began at 17, winning several gay beauty pageants between making the rounds at Brazilian nightclubs before going into acting on various Disney ch What? Channel shows. And landing a role in the 2009 film The Invasions. For the record, Wikipedia editor, um... I, I don't understand. This, this can't be real. Some of them are the strongest soldiers, and many of them are fucking insane. Okay? That's a red flag. If you're a Wikipedia head mod, that's a red flag. Starring Uma Thurman, a movie that doesn't exist. All because he was inspired by the Steven Spielberg film Independence Day, which Spielberg didn't make. So this biography doesn't actually clear anything up, unfortunately. In that case, Perfect. what do Skip. other people tell us about George? Well, as his former co-worker, Barbara Hurtis, told Patch.com, he used to tell us he was born in Brazil, and that he would travel back and forth, and that he came from money. Which we know for a fact that George has lied about coming from money. Once telling a judge he worked for Goldman Sachs in 27. He told the judge that? So he could testify behalf of a family friend who ended up pleading guilty to ATM skimming and later told the feds that it was George who taught him how to do it. But that's a different story entirely. The transcript here is hilarious to me because when the judge asks, you worked for Goldman Sachs in New York, George's response was just, yup, which in hindsight was a bold-faced lie. One of many that he'd actually- Yup. Actually, cop two once. Like a lot of this stuff is just uh, resume padding, right? And it probably gets lost in the sea of other lies. Like my favorite types of lies are not my favorite types of lies are not George Santos saying he worked at Goldman Sachs, which is so verifiably untrue and so easy to verify, especially if you're running for fucking Congress in New York. Are you hilarious? You fucking accidentally wave your hand around. You're gonna slap a couple fucking Goldman Sachs workers. Okay, in that in that circuit that he's a part of. It's wild. However, that's not his best type of lies. His best type of lies aren't e they're the ones where he he says things like he was a varsity athlete for the volleyball team. Yes, this makes total sense. Very believable, very believable. And had a horrific injury that stopped him, but he can still play really well and he will actually play on the intramural, uh, the, the intramural Congress volleyball team. Shit like that blows <laughs> my fucking mind. It's like, it's so specific. That's such a specific lie. And you have to follow through on that. It's like the top of the hour ad break. It's coming. It's probably actually like everybody knows he's lying, but they just leave him around because he's funny. That's what it sounds like at this point. For you, you know what I mean? I'm nice. Or is it so much lies that it's just impossible to tell lies from truth? Say it. It has to be the truth because I'm going to serve it. 
and you're going to see it unless you subscribe. I'm not going to lie to you about that. Here's the three-minute ad break now. He realized there was nowhere else to run. Before beginning his political career or any career for that matter, we know George was living near Rio de Janeiro with his mother in 2008. Or he may have been living in the U.S. and visiting his mom in Brazil, as some of his friends have now stated, but that's a detail. The point is, he was around 20 at the time he stole the checkbook of a man his mother had been caring for and used it to rack up around $1,300 in fraudulent checks, according to Brazilian court documents. To make matters worse, this elderly patient his mom had been working as a caregiver for was deceased at the time George took his checkbook and forged his signature in order to buy luxury clothes for his boyfriend. And Excuse me, he wasn't what? using it. Hello? What is he gonna do? Take it like a pharaoh? Take it to, uh, take it to his grave with him? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Is that kind of guy? He stole from a dead person? Yeah, it's the best type of person to steal from. Despite him insisting he's committed no crimes in America or abroad, Brazilian police records indicate a different story. Stop that George actually confessed to the crime over a decade ago, not just pleading with the store owner through a Brazilian social media platform, but eventually appearing in front of authorities in 2010 and admitting to the fraud alongside his mother. Also telling him he was a white professor, according to police documents. And I think one of the wildest discoveries I made while researching this video is the fact that his lawyer for this was reportedly convicted for his connection to a gang-related murder and was defending George while on house arrest. That is just something you mm. can't even make up. Not sketchy at all. Totally fine. As the store owner goes, he recalls having to pay for the stolen items out of his own pocket at the time, recently telling Mother Jones how visibly deceitful George came across. Now, George didn't acknowledge the fraudulent checks again until this year when he agreed to a $5,000 settlement and a confession in exchange for avoiding prosecution. I see, so when you have money and you have power, you can just do whatever. Is, is that the implication here? The reason he just now settled this thing is because when Brazilian police tried to subpoena him originally in 2011, George was mysteriously nowhere to be found. He wasn't with his mom, and it turns out he wasn't even in the country. Because, I guess, for whatever reason, George decided to leave Brazil behind right then and make a new name for himself up north in the land of opportunity. I see. I mean, he did, he did go to the one place where you can kind of pop off. Like, this is... America is a collection of con men. It is a, it is a country built around being able to con other con men. This is the greatest place to be if you are a con man. We literally had Donald Trump as president. And the perfect place as a con man to actually thrive, the perfect field, the perfect sector to thrive as a con man is politics. Indeed. So he kind of did all the right things. <laughs> like Roy, I don't doubt George Santos was interested in politics from a very young age, but he didn't become very vocal about them until 2019, giving his takes on the hot button issues of the day on Facebook, along with schmoozing Republicans at various events and fundraisers. Today was a blessing for me as a patriot to come down. <laughs> Just, <laughs> uh, okay, so is the idea that he's he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would just lie about everything and so he gets away with it is that is that the idea
down here tomorrow. I go. It's not very masculine. Days before he was really established, George made appearances at Mar-a-Lago, donated tens of thousands to the New York Young Republican Club, and attended CPAC, where he likely caught COVID at the very start of the pandemic in March 2020. This, to my knowledge, is the first time anyone in the media had even uttered the name George. He made the Hodge. Yeah, it's one of the pillars of being a conservative. You have to go. You have to do the Hodge. You have to make dua underneath the disgusting golden arches, okay, of Mar-a-Lago. You have to. Santos on that's... Television. He even got COVID. Like, that's it. That's perfect. Getting COVID at CPAC is, is a blessing. This guest tested positive for COVID-19 and joins us via Skype in quarantine. Welcome New York congressional candidate George Santos. Perfect. George, great to see you. How are you feeling right now? I, I'm in recovery. And it was also shortly after he launched his first congressional campaign running for the U.S. House of Representatives in New York's third congressional district. George was going up against the incumbent Democrat Thomas Suozzi, who ended up taking the win by a surprisingly narrow margin, actually. Hilarious. Election day, Democrat Tom Suozzi has won re-election representing New York's 3rd Congressional District. Swazi had 53%, Republican challenger George Santos 47%. Traditionally speaking, the Nassau County Republican Committee would otherwise be pretty strict about letting a newcomer into the fold with such minimal political experience. But the pandemic but he was a good liar. from running, coupled with the fact that the county had moved more towards the left in recent years, meant George was kind of the sole Republican candidate and became the nominee by default. And while his campaign would inevitably prove unsuccessful, it would give him the chance to mingle with constituents and work the media circuit, essentially priming his voter base for a grand return in 2022. Hey everybody, George Santos here running for New York's 3rd Congressional District. I will fight socialism until my last dying breath because I despise it. Socialism has been tried in every country and failed miserably, and I count on you to send me... I love how fucking stupid Americans are, dude. You could just nice name, nice. Yeah, he's 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 uh, talking like the same rhetoric as like 1960s. Pretty, that's pretty funny. That that I can agree with. Their socialism is bad. It is is actually bad. Say these things, and then they will literally be like, "Hell yeah, brother! No questions asked." God damn it, dude! Oh, fucking Christ! It's just so mind-boggling to me that people still go, Hassan, you're a leftist grifter after all this shit. It is so easy. It's so easy to grift. You are a leftist grifter. It's just literally in the opposite direction of the way that people think. Ah! to represent you. We need as many volunteers as we can get for this process. I think it's about time we put Thomas Swazi into the retirement section. In many ways, this race was a way for him to make an impression, which he certainly did, networking with the Trump family. Like, not to use a Family Guy reference, but that 9-11 bit is so prescient, dude. This is it, dude. This is it. Just substitute that for, like, 9-11 was bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's actually hilarious. Our traffic problem. 9-11. Eleven. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and buying entire tables at Young Republicans. Oh, man. What's pretty funny, though, is that despite all his efforts, George <laughs> didn't even live in the district he was trying to represent. And when reporters pointed this out, George claimed an address that in actuality belonged to his campaign treasurer. That same treasurer who would later admit to fraud and to implicate George in a scheme to embellish his finances. But trust me, we'll get to that, too. It was also during this first wow. congressional run that 
fellow candidates in other districts began to wonder how legitimate his fundraising claims really were. There seemed to be a pretty wide gap between what he said he had raised and what he had actually reported on campaign finance disclosure forms. As congressional candidate Josh Eisen told Intelligencer, I would look into his filings and see that he had raised almost no money. Everybody in politics <laughs> exaggerates a little bit, but he was saying he had- That seems- <laughs> six-figure quarter, and it would turn out that it was a four-figure quarter. Ah. Sultan plainly labeling him a walking campaign finance violation. And that it's been reported George came up with ideas to try and avoid campaign finance law with one scheme that would allegedly involve getting donors who had maxed out their donations to him to give to the political action committees of other candidates who would then funnel the donation back to Santos as intelligencer state. This guy totally seems fine and not sketchy at all. He seems... I don't know, I don't know what the problem is here. But these things weren't explored in depth at that time because he- My favorite thing is just doing campaign finance violations in a country that has made it legal, okay? It is so unimaginably <laughs> hard. It's like getting arrested as a foreign agent. If you're going to lobby the government as a foreign agent, like they let you do it, unless you're APAC, in which case, of course, you don't need to register as a foreign agent because it's the American- Israeli political act, uh, action committee. So it's different. Obviously, don't say that they're foreign agents. Do not say that APAC represents the interests of Israel, a foreign nation. Do not say that. That is anti-Semitic. Don't ever say that. Oh, wait. Did Benjamin Netanyahu recently just meet with the heads of APAC? Uh, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, um, but but again, I digress. It's just like like half of the stuff that these goddamn criminals get arrested for is basically not filing the right paperwork. It's just so fucking funny. It's like, how? How do you get arrested? Or how do you get prosecuted or investigated? It's just like uh, chaotic evil or chaotic stupid. We haven't decided yet. For this kind of thing, when the law has made it legal. He was still so low profile enough that nobody really cared to look into him, honestly. His opponent figured, why waste money and resources on a background check that could end up giving George more exposure when he could otherwise just kind of cruise through an easy win without all the hassle? So in fear of Streisand affecting the young Republican, Swazi opted not to prioritize opposition. Hilarious. Keeping George's lies under wraps for at least a couple more years. Democratic Congressman Tom Suozzi sees a victory on the horizon, banking on 90,000 absentee ballots. A newcomer to the political scene is singing a very different tune. The 32-year-old Queens native who works in finance credits his current lead. Works in finance, huh? Campaign which connected with voters. Perfect. Following his marginal loss in New York's third district, okay. George Santos was furious, believing he had actually. <laughs> he said George Santos. <laughs> Because he was, get it? He won the race. He began to allocate money and staff to a recount that never happened, along with accusing the county's GOP chairman of sabotaging his campaign because he's gay. According to intelligence... Now it sounds like Donald. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's... We're, we're done here. Okay. That, that was actually quite entertaining. Okay. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all the notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian Alton, Bobby Dylan, Renaissance Press, and Brian shares to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. If you're interested in buying my books, it's at bit.ly slash Helios Books. My Patreon is patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. If you want coaching, you message me at theheliosblog at gmail.com. It's my email slot you write in. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you.
next time.